Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. Welcome to our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. And today, the episode, I don't know if it's your favorite word, Greg, but it's been on your mind a lot the last couple episodes for sure, connection. Oh, yeah. It's definitely one of my favorite uh, my favorite words. And uh, and it is an intention that I'm trying to uh, enhance, uh, both within myself, but also uh, with others. So uh, it is a big thing. Yes, I agree. So when I was um, listening to last week's episode and editing it and getting it ready to publish, I went like, how many times is this guy going to say that <laughs> word? It's quite a bit. And it's funny because uh, over the last three weeks, I had a really bad cold, the flu thing. And the last three episodes, it sounds like somebody's sticking my vocal cords with a fork. So I'm hoping that I'm coming across a little better tonight because I was struggling there. You know, sometimes I'd start off good, but by the end of the session, man, my voice was shot. Well, there's so much strain stuff going around. I don't know if I told you. I think, well, you know, Alistair, but my uh, my wife lost her voice mm. uh, in June. And uh, it's finally coming back. But she's also a tutor, a math tutor. So she does everything on Zoom. And uh, it is unbelievable when you lose your voice and how much we depend upon. Of course, doing a podcast, it's critical that you have it. but uh, That you can speak. Yeah, that's right. But uh, there, I've heard now two or three different other examples of where people just had like, uh, they woke up and they had laryngitis and you couldn't hear them. And it was it went on for a month or so. Now, I tried not to talk a lot today and I didn't have any meetings or anything, but my voice is a little sore. Mm. But man, last week, uh, I ended up going to get some antibiotics for my for my throat because it's just it's, it's just killing me. So I'm hoping I sound a lot better than I have the last three weeks. I was going like, man, uh, I'm pooched, man. It's well, bad. My mom would say, because uh, she, she coaches us, uh, get zinc spray. What's that? Zinc spray. Oh. Apparently, it's a spray and it's zinc and you spray it on your throat and it really is supposed to help. I don't know. But, uh, um, I didn't hear from her. Well, she's, I'll, I'll send her a note and make sure she gives you a call. <laughs> okay. All right. Let, let's continue on. Greg and I have been friends for a long time. Uh, we've both been managers or leaders or supervisors for most of our careers. We've both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark. We're going to start at the perspective of the employee and move on. And we're going to discuss how we have observed others successfully manage these situations, how we've learned from them. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. And I know we are going to have another good discussion mm -hmm. today. Yeah, I'm sure. So connection. And I'm going to read out part of a definition that I found somewhere because I really, I really wanted to get a kind of a handle on what other people thought about it. Um, and so I'll just read uh, part of it. When it comes to genuine connection, it's not about time spent in the same room or doing the same activity like zoning out in front of yet another movie. It's about time that is actually spent sharing thoughts, feelings, and dreams. And real connection is always found in the present moment. So, you have a work environment where you experience some or all of the following. You're interacting with your boss and they are not paying any real attention. And there's nothing coming back the other way. There is no opportunity to share your personal thoughts on something. Your relationship may be limited to emails, etc., which seem to lose their impact. And there is no impact when you do share your thoughts. So, Greg, how important is this subject and how does it affect our relationships and the work environment? Well, it's so interesting. You know, and you're right, I do use the word a lot. And I think it is just um, 
I think, first of all, again, we, we say this in many of our podcasts, I think the remote working has exasperated the, the lack of connection. Um, you know, someone said that uh, although we might have tons more meetings, uh, that th- there are simply pixels and you can't really uh, replicate the energy you feel when you're in person. Uh, but even when you're in person, to your point, you can be in the same room and so you might say that you're connecting because you're in the same room. But if you're not present, and I think that is the key one, um, you don't feel seen. And, you know, I, I, I was just actually doing an engagement session last week. And, you know, one of the key things we talk about this is what creates an engaged workplace. Uh, how does someone feel engaged? How do you enhance engaged? Well, it's people when people are seen, when people are known, when people are valued, and when people feel that they can make a difference. And that only comes through relationship and that connectivity. And you are so right. I, I, um, I'm a, um, a fast thinker. I'm always thinking of the future. I get energized. And this is something that I've been working on really hard over the last five, six years is actually slowing down and being prepared for the connection that I'm making, being actually present with someone that is with me even, uh, because it's so easy to get distracted. And when you, when there isn't a connection, you feel it. It feels flat. It feels that I'm not valued. It feels that they don't know me. It feels that I'm not connected to this bigger thing. And it just always results in people saying, I've got to find some place where I am connected. So I think this is a big issue and a big opportunity for folks. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I believe that I've probably been mistaken when I use the word connection up until recently. I've always thought, oh, Greg, you and I have a connection. Well, we actually have a relationship. We've mm-hmm. known each other a long time. Um, you know, our families know each other. Uh, and so when I was preparing for this and I was listening to some of the things you were saying, I found it very informative. And I do believe that a connection is that moment thing. Mm-hmm. When we say, oh, I, I connect uh, I connect with Greg. Well, no, you and I have a, a, a relationship. We're friends and, and colleagues and stuff. And every day that we tape this we have a deep connection Mm -hmm. and then you know we occasionally go to breakfast uh and things like that and we do connect Mm -hmm. but to describe a relationship as a connection i'm beginning to understand that maybe that's not the best way to use that word so um i like the idea of connection i think i've always had that with certain people in certain circumstances and to me this kind of journey uh you know listening to you talk and doing a little bit of research i really do now appreciate that connection is actually that you know in the present right now Mm -hmm. what we're doing and all this other stuff is good but it's probably not fair to use the word connection that's the word is probably we have a relationship Mm. yeah yeah that's really interesting because you know you're right the word connection yeah we have a connection and the connection is my brother-in-law that uh, knows you and and he knows me and that kind of thing that's our connection Uh, but in the context that we're talking about i think this is like uh how do you create deeper connection? How do you, and the other word that bubbles up for me is belonging. Mm. And belonging, I think, occurs when people feel connected uh, at a deeper level. And it's not just physically connected, like we're in the same room. It's that, um, you know, we, I don't know, there's just that time when you, you know, when you, you ha- click. Yeah, you click. You're right. That yeah. you're, you're, it's just in a flow. You, you're on the same wavelength. Um, 
and uh, and even when you disagree, you're you're it's it's like a it's like a beautiful connection. And there's respect. There's all sorts of things. Right, right. So I think this connection is much more deeper. The, the at least the definition that we're talking about. It's not about just knowing someone through someone. It's about actually knowing someone. And you're you're right. In our podcast, almost every podcast, we talk about the importance of knowing each other and understanding each other and that creates those connections that 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 uh that um bond that belonging i agree i I, that's what we're focusing on today is that connection when you're talking to somebody and you're sharing your thoughts or or feelings or dreams or whatever the context is that's what we're talking about Mm -hmm. today you're right the the word connection means a bunch of things you know oh i'm connected to that person because we're family Mm -hmm. that you know that is a correct use of the word connection but that's not what we're talking about today i agree and you know what this is a hard thing to do too i mean in our world i'm doing a webinar this weekend where it's a basically about the mad world that we're in and as leaders what can you do to help um, navigate, survive, um, and support people in this, in this fast changing, um, multiple things happening world. And it is really hard to be present and to actually commit time to deepening connection in the world that we are experiencing today. And it's also a choice. Because my experience has been when I do that, the positive ripple effects on performance, on impact, and those type of things. So it's like choosing where I'm going to use my resources, my time. Uh, but it's equally uh, often it gets put to the bottom of the barrel because of the fact that you think, I just don't have time to spend that extra 10 minutes with Alistair to really see what's going on you know that that and when i'm not spending that time i'm i'm living on the surface so i don't pick up on those cues that say something's going on and i need to have a conversation and what happens when i don't pick up those cues um alistair says greg uh, i'm i forget to tell you that i'm resigning and i think what the heck happened mm-hmm. um but if i would have deepened my awareness my presence and my connection you know, often it results in retaining people and certainly engaging them at a higher level. I, I've been in a couple of conversations where uh, the issue of the Middle East came up. And so I have not been willing to um, have a conversation with you know, a group of people or individuals about this subject unless they're, you know, it, it could be done in a way that uh, you know, we're sharing, we're, we respect each other's opinion and stuff. I'm not looking for any conversation where somebody thinks they're right or that, uh, they're pontificating or whatever it is being very divisive. And so, uh, I like the idea of connection. Like I have no problem talking about hard subjects, but I want to do so in, in a, in a connective way where we respect one another and do all those things. So interesting. I love what you said there, because I think that, uh, uh, a negative impact on connection is when I think I know it all. Yeah. A negative impact is when I'm overly passionate about to a, to a point where I'm not really prepared to listen to anybody else. And I just think that my way is the right way. And, you know, in all the things that are going on right now, um, we need to strengthen our skill 
And part of connection is the opposite and saying, I, I want to share with you what my perspective is, but I want to hear your perspective first. Mm -hmm. That actual, you know, almost when you ask that question, almost like it strengthens the bond. It strengthens that, uh, that um, connection um, to the other person, because I want to know what you think first. And then I say, you know, we've talked to us before asking permission. Can I now share what my thought is, even with this uh, topic as, as difficult as the Middle East topic, where I have been involved recently in some beautiful conversations um, with people who have family on both sides of the conflict. Yes. And uh, we found very common themes of pain and loss and hope for what we're trying to accomplish in that situation. So, but, but it was only in an environment that people were willing to learn, that people were willing to listen. And those are all the key components of, uh, of um, what we're talking about here. Part of a manager role is to create the environment creating the the culture which is probably one of the points further on so yep, you're, you're walking yeah, right yeah. into his well, let's, keep let's, going keep let, going no let, keep going keep no going, yeah yeah because i mean connection is one what i do as a leader personally to deepen connection to uh remind myself of when i'm distracted and when i'm not doing it uh but but a big piece of it is how do you um help create that culture. And, you know, what you just said is that you, as a, as a leader of a group, a facilitator as a group, you can sense when there isn't listening that's going to be occurred. You can sense when there is heightened anger that, that, um, results in, in, uh, my way only and those kinds of things. So part of a, a great leader, a great manager is to help set the ground rules. For what does a connected, belonging, trusted environment look like? And what are we going to commit to each other? And if you can't, then we can't have that conversation. And when you're ready to have that conversation, it's beautiful. But part of a, a leader is helping to set up the ground rules, the, 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 the shared uh, commitments that allow us to have those more deeper conversations. Because you, you, sometimes you can't. Yeah, so you know, jumping right into the uh, manager side, which I, I believe we've already done, the first two points are bang on that, Greg. Do you want people to share what is on their minds, mm -hmm. what their thoughts are, and what do you do to create a space for mm -hmm. that sharing to take place? Uh, I've been in lots of conversations. It's like, this is going nowhere. How long is this going to take? I can mm -hmm. go for a tea right now. Quite often, you know, I've been in situations with my bosses where uh, this is going back years and years where it's like, this is a useless conversation. They don't want to hear what I mm -hmm. want to say. They want me to just agree with whatever they're rambling on about. So there is no connection here. This is, you know, this is about what they want. Well, and it's interesting because if you as a manager allow that kind of behavior to occur, um, what happens is all the others that are there that may have actually come with an intention to really connect will disconnect. Absolutely. They'll hang up the phone or they'll leave the, the phone off the hook as they leave mentally from the conversation. So it's like, it, it is so important to, um, as a leader, as a facilitator, to be able to pull, recognize those things, call them out, pull them in, pull them back, whatever it is that's needed to be able to create that space. And do you have a suitable relationship so that you can share moments with people? 
Uh, and I'm going to throw in the next one as well. And do you share that with your boss as well? Even being a manager or a leader, you know, do you have an environment where you can have that connection with that person? And, and it all comes down to relationship and being very deliberate about creating a space for people and listening to what they say, nodding, you know, doing all the uh, physical stuff and, and, you know, oh, you said this? Oh, okay. And, you know, that repeating, all those things that show that you're in the moment and listening to what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we, we've used the trust formula before in our podcast around it's credibility plus reliability plus relationship slash intimacy over self-orientation. And you're right, because um, it, it is that building of that relationship. And that doesn't happen overnight. You know, if you're brand new, but you can start to lay the groundwork of, of being more authentic, being more transparent. You know, uh, we've talked about the three unarguable statements. I feel, I think I'm, I'm sensing, you know, being more, uh, courageous in bringing those things creates the space that tells people that it is okay to say where I'm at. It is okay to, um, be more vulnerable and that uh, vulnerability, that openness creates deeper connections. And what kind of workplace do you want? I like the idea every once in a while of asking myself that question. What do I want here? Mm -hmm. And once I know what that is, am I willing to take the steps and create the atmosphere for that to happen? I believe that we're way too busy. And as managers and leaders and supervisors, whatever we are, that every once in a while we need to stop and ask yourself that question. What do we want this workplace to look like? And what am I going to do to make sure that that's what happens? Mm -hmm. It's so interesting because, uh, again, it's thinking about what connection is and what do I want? And when you talk about what kind of workplace do you want, we do know that when we know each other, we have a deeper relationship. And this doesn't mean we're going on vacation together. It just means that there's this heightened level of trust and awareness that just creates so much uh, better space for engagement and performance. Uh, and, and we all have a choice as a leader. We have a choice to create within at least our team. You may or may not be able to influence the next level up or the higher levels up, but we all have a choice to say, what do we want to create here? Um, and if you choose not to create it, then that's your choice. But uh, I think we have a choice. So as an employee, there's some things we can do to assist in the situation. And most of these points I I phrased as a question. Uh, The first one, do you feel you can safely share your thoughts? This is a big one in the workplace. If people do not feel psychologically safe or that their job is safe, your chance of creating a connection is nil. Mm -hmm. If people don't feel that they they are free to speak their mind, then they're not going to. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll you'll always be on the outside looking in and you'll always be looking over your shoulder. I mean, yeah, the f- psychological safety is a huge topic and uh, I think a core component of deep connections within an organization. And is your boss actually receptive and responsive? There are some people I've worked with that I felt, you know, psychologically safe they're just not very good at this. Their mm-hmm. head is in doing a million things. They're just not wired that way. And, and once you realize that, then you mean you got to have to push and, and just, you know, model what you want to do and try to catch them in a good mood and stuff. I've worked for a bunch of people that aren't bad people. Mm-hmm. They're just not good at connection. They just, you know, send you an email and mm-hmm. like, will you do this? And, 
you know, the discussion is on an email of some sort, but, um, you know, is your boss receptive and responsive to having a connection? Yeah. And this is where, you know, you talk a lot about who's your inner circle, who are the folks that are around you that can help you because some people that isn't natural, but you, this is something that you can learn. You just have to choose to make it a priority and going forward. And you're going to make mistakes along the line, but you know, when you make mistakes, owning up to those mistakes, declaring what you're trying to do and owning up those mistakes actually can accelerate you way beyond where you are. Because I mean, that again, builds trust, like saying, I'm, you know, I'm, this isn't something that's natural for me. So I'm really trying to prioritize that. So I'd, I'd love your support on helping me catch myself before I go down the road that actually disintegrates uh, um, connection. But also, um, how do you acknowledge and support me when you see me do something right? Bosses need that as well. And as a as an employee, you have a great opportunity to say, hey, Alistair, I know you're working at this. And I know, actually, I had a conversation this morning. One of this person partner that I was working for is a driver. And he's, he's he working with, he's a driver. He gets things done. He moves things along. And this morning in, the, in our check-in, he was so vulnerable and said, here's something that happened on the weekend. Here's what I learned from that. And here's what I'm trying. And I just wanted to ask for your support in going forward. And he would normally not do that, but it was like this ripple effect went over the call. The next person said was a little bit vulnerable of what happened on their weekend and what they learned and what they, and they appreciated. It. And they called out and they said, you know what I really like. And all of a sudden it was like, boom, 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 boom. And what is normally an effective call and um, a good update became way, way so much deeper. And it all started with this person that had this experience on the weekend that he is going through a bunch of, of inner reflection of how do I show up differently? And I mean, he shows up well, he's very successful, but it was, I, and I called him back this afternoon and I said, did you feel it? Did you feel the ripple? Um, and you know, like there are five people that left that call fired up to change the world in a different way only because of that vulnerability and that openness that he created. So it was like, I think you're, this, is, this is such an idea. And, and this wasn't a boss creating it. It was one person on the call that rippled up and across to everyone else. When you have a good conversation, you know it. Mm -hmm. Like when you connect and you say, listen, this is a really good conversation. I'm glad that we talked. Uh, I, I appreciate your feelings on this. I'm glad that you listened to mine. You know, that's what you have to do when you, you know, if you're talking to a boss and they have difficulties with this, when you do have a conversation, like you said, point out and say, hey, this has been a really good conversation. I, I really appreciate what you said, what, what your thoughts were on yeah. this. And I appreciate you listening to mine. I, I think we're probably, and how many times have we said this, Greg, I think we're talking about the same thing. We're just yeah. saying it a slightly different way. Yeah. Right. And so I really like that. And, and when you point it out and the next one is, do you have connections with your fellow workers? There's nothing better than a bunch of people that work together and they're working on whatever, and there's a good connection. The boss comes into the conversation and then sees that interchange going through and sees, you know, people, yeah, I feel the same way. And, and just having a great conversation, it's going to draw them in. And, and by being able to have a good uh, connection, you know, having good connection type uh, discussions with your fellow workers is that it infects everybody else as well. I agree. And you see, you know, it's interesting. There's this thing called solar which I teach in some of my courses, and it's how I physically show up to create deeper connections. And so solar stands for S is squarely face the other person. So if you're, if you are with each other physically, then actually squarely facing them right on deepens connection. 
O is open your posture. So don't, you know, keep your right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, L is lean slightly towards the person because then you're in, you know, you're kind of engaged and you do it, do it. I, E is eye contact maintain and R is remain relaxed. So if you can think of before I go in, how do I activate my solar? It is really fascinating. Solar spelt the wrong way. Solar spelt the wrong way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That. You threw me there when you came up with E. I, I was I was going ahead going, what's A, I wonder? Yeah, 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 yeah. Solar with regards to it. But, you know, again, there's simple techniques like solar. Um, there are different other ways that, you know, like uh, um, uh, encouragement is is a good way to, to uh, enhance connection. Um, reflecting feelings. Hey, this is what I think I heard you say. I'm sensing, you know, this, like we talked about before, validating what you've heard. These are all things that almost like, like add to the connections that if you're an employee or a manager, by how you show up and the questions you ask will deepen that connection. But it is entering into the space with curiosity and an genuine interest in the other person. That's kind of where it starts. And that was the fourth question. Are you receptive to thoughts coming the other way? Mm. We always put ourselves, oh, they're not listening to us. One of the questions to ask yourself, are you listening to them? Yeah. Because that's what makes it work. It isn't one way. It's both ways. Yeah. And, you know, and, and cut yourself some slack and own up to what happens. Because there are times when both in my personal life and my work life where, where I catch myself that I haven't listened to what was saying. And, and I've done this more recently and I've said, you know what? I zoned out there. I apologize. And I really want to listen. Can you repeat what you said? And, um, that, you know what? I, you know, I'm a bit distracted and I'm working on this, but I know sometimes I, I, I lose focus and it's, it's something that I'm working on. And could you, could you redo it? I apologize. Could you reshare it? Boy, people, again, that says that I am learning i'm growing and i'm open to listening and that you're human yeah 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 exactly there's been a few times where i've begun a conversation like listen can we just start over mm. yeah 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 and they go what I said, let's just start over right right go, oh, okay and then you know we get into it again and it's just better i'm more receptive they're listening to me i'm listening to them and sometimes you just have to call it and say listen can we just start this conversation again yeah, and the other thing is that you might not be receptive to the thought in the moment. So part of connection and it is not right now. It's like, uh, you know, Alistair, um, I'm just feeling really triggered, cult, uh, really crunchy. Um, you know, I, I'm tired. It's not going to happen right now. Uh, right, right. So you know what? Uh, because then that says I really value our our, our relationship, our time together, and I really want to be present. So be open and say, not now, uh, can we schedule something for later today or whatever that might be. And what type of workplace do you want? We ask the same question mm -hmm. of, the, of the manager or the leader. Uh, we want people that we work with to be engaged, to be interested, to feel that they belong. And there's nothing worse than working in a place where everybody's hiding in a cubbyhole somewhere and, mm -hmm. they're in, and they're, there's no connections and, and it's a top down or very uh, base communication. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants that. And I've been in places like that, mm -hmm. you know, for brief periods of time where it's like, there's nothing going on here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, wrap up, Greg. Yeah, well, I, I would say that, you know what, humans are designed to want connection. Humans are not designed to be alone. Even if you are the biggest introvert, 
you still have a need to connect. It might be one-on-one, might not be in a whole party in a big group, but we still need this. We need connection to survive. So this is an innate thing. Um, and uh, our world is actually working against us in this thing that uh, either through our busyness, through our distractedness, through our, you know, the technology all over the place that we, um, we don't do that well, but there is a huge moment movement of how do I enhance my ability to be present, to build relationship, to really seek to understand and to build connection. And I think this is so, so important, especially today with so much change and so much stress. Um, this is a, this is actually connection is a healing thing that is going to help us, I think. And, and also it helps drive performance for those organizations that are, you know, wanting to accelerate growth or whatever that is. I love that. And, uh, I just like that last sentence in that definition that I found somewhere. A real connection is always found in the present moment and how important it is for us to show up in that mm. moment. Um, you and I do have a connection. We're friends, mm -hmm. but that, you know, every week we come here and for half an hour, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever, however long we talk for, mm. we do have a connection and we sit across the table from each other and, uh, we're talking over our mics and stuff, but it just, to me, it just shows how important it is that if you're going to have a good conversation, you need a connection. You need to be listening. People have to feel comfortable that they're willing to share their thoughts, their feelings, or their, their dreams, or whatever you're dealing with, whatever the context of your relationship is. Uh, I really have enjoyed this kind of little journey, you know, listening to you say the mm. word connection a bunch of mm -hmm. times. I don't think I use it that much, but you certainly do use it. And then just doing a little bit of research and then going back and and listening to some of the stories and some of the other things we've done, it's always been about connection. Mm. And uh, I just like that last sentence, you know, and real connection is always found in the present moment. And isn't that so true? Yeah. And, you know, there are times when we come to even do the podcast and, you know, um, uh, uh, we may be a bit distracted, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, today I, uh, you were uh, sitting outside my house for five minutes because I was running late and, and you know, that adds stress and therefore... I, I wasn't stressed out at yeah, all, right? No, I know. You were pretty... It's a, it's a nice comfy chair out there. But, uh, you know, it, it is uh, sometimes we just get distracted or stressed and so we need to pause and either delay and say, listen, uh, we let's do this another time, or really just kind of calm down and uh, to say that question of how, what, what's, the, what's the environment that I want now? Even take it beyond, the, shrink it from the workplace to in this moment, what do I want? How do I want to show up? What does a deeper connection with Alistair on this call, this podcast look like now? And it's it's giving that focus, that attention to now, which which just deepens the experience, the connection, and the impact. There's times when we've changed the day because you're you're wall to wall busy, or I'm busy, and it's like, listen, let's just do it tomorrow mm -hmm. when we're not quite as busy and and things, and you know, you're not you're coming off six one hour Zoom calls yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I, I think we do model that. I mean, yeah. we have to, uh, I get a little distracted because I'm just looking at the levels, but even that I've, I've, I've tried to manage that better and not look every two mm -hmm. seconds to make sure that the sound is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I, I really do appreciate that last sentence and, and what we do here. So, um, do you have anything else? I don't think so. That's it. 
So folks, uh, listen, we hope that some of what we have spoken about you find helpful. We hope we didn't say anything that you found offensive or made you really angry. But Greg, your philosophy, I think, lands well on this episode as well. Yeah, it's just uh, my first coach uh, said that, you know, Greg, during our conversations, there are going to be things that we say and things that we talk about that are going to get you a little bit cranky. Um, a little bit crunchy because of stuff that maybe is touching too close to things that you really want to work on that you're not doing in, or you haven't been as successful. And there's also going to be things that are going to make you feel joy, things that you're making traction. And she said, you know, the, the beauty is in both of those moments are uh, amazing opportunities to grow. So we always say on our podcast, uh, we hope that maybe we did create a little bit crunchiness because that helps you see things that you might not see clearly right now that you might want to focus on. And we also, of course, want you to have some joy, things that you're uh, making traction on and improving. So uh, that's what we hope for both, both uh, to have both on our podcast. They're both helpful. And, uh, you know, if you're going through a leadership journey, if you're going through one of those times that you're questioning stuff, you're not sure about stuff, who are you talking to? Mm -hmm. It's such a lonely thing that if you're a leader or uh, a manager or whatever you are that, you know, especially if you don't have a background in this and you don't have a lot of experience to draw upon, who are you talking to about these things? Mm -hmm. It's so important to take a journey with somebody. So important. I agree. Uh, Shout out, Greg. Yes. I don't think we've said this place. I don't know where it is in the US of A, but I'm pretty sure we have not called out these people before. North Bergen. North Bergen? Nope. Don't know that one. Don't know. It sounds like a New Jersey thing, but I don't want to lock myself <laughs> yeah, into that. Right. I don't know. Um, I'll have to look it up later, but uh, I'm just looking at the last 30 days, all the places that have been listening to us. And uh, uh, it's flipping uh, awesome, man. All uh, over the place. It is so it's so cool that you know, we just are so grateful that we have people in many parts of the world that are listening to us and hopefully uh, and and learning and sharing stories and uh, you know we just we're grateful and we just hope that if you do like what you're listening to, um, like us, um, give us five stars or follow whatever, us. follow us. Those are all really good things um, that uh, that so we'll continue to do this and hopefully you will get some things out of it that you can apply and uh, learn from and uh, also um, share us your thoughts. Uh, we have a, we have an email, we have a website. Uh, uh, feel free to reach out as well. All right. I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. Listen, folks, take the time with the people you work with. They are an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>